Simplicity and consistency are the two things that keep most people from being successful in whatever project they decide to start. Because at the beginning, you don't need to make things complex. All you need to do is the action, right? If you're starting a podcast, record interviews, podcast more. If you're writing a newsletter, write more. It's not about the tools and systems. It's about developing the habit of publishing weekly, monthly, whatever the cadence is for you and keeping it as simple as possible to reduce the friction of getting started. I decided to keep it as simple as possible for this first 25 episodes and even for the next 25 and to 100, keeping it as simple as possible, focusing on developing that muscle of repetition of shipping weekly episodes until that becomes a habit and then leveling up to the next stage. And if you look at other creators out there, it's the same thing with them. Mr. Beast, Alex Ramosi, for the first four, three to four years, it was just nothing, but they kept consistent. They, they kept working on their craft, adoration after adoration until they became successful. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Job Title Podcast. I'm your host, Cesar Romero. And remember, this is the podcast where we feature the relatable journeys of successful underrepresented professionals in tech with the goal of providing you with the inspiration, mentorship, resources, and strategies to advance your career. And in this episode, we get to celebrate 25 episodes recorded in the bag produced, published, and I want to dedicate this episode to pause, reflect, and celebrate because most people out there don't even make it past seven episodes, 10 or even 15. So the fact that we got 25, that is a big accomplishment. And this is a very short episode where I share my, my reflections on the learnings, the lessons, the challenges on the path of recording 25 episodes. And before we dive into the episode, please, I have two requests for you. One, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. And that is one of the best ways to support the podcast. And number two, I welcome any feedback, questions, comments. That's how we continue growing and improving this podcast. So you, if you have a question, if you have feedback, whether it's good or bad or any comment, please don't hesitate reaching out. My DMs are open. Thank you so much for tuning in. And here are my reflections on the first 25 episodes. Enjoy. Starting with gratitude. I'm so grateful that I got the opportunity to record these episodes put my craft into practice and everybody that I reached out to that came into the podcast, super grateful for them, super grateful for giving me the opportunity, sharing their experience on the podcast, and also for living in a time and age where technology makes everything possible. If you have access to the internet, if you have access to a computer, you can create podcasts, newsletters, and with AI, I would even say that you can create anything. And of course, we can talk about, you know, privilege and all that, but I'm not going to get into that. Just very grateful to have the opportunity 
to explore something that I'm passionate about, having conversations with people, getting to learn more about their backgrounds, their stories, what makes them tick. And thank you. Thank you, the listener. Thank you to the audience for supporting me in these 25 episodes. And we're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to put content out there that shares the stories of successful underrepresented founders and professionals in tech. Now, with that in mind, getting started with podcasting. Starting is the easy part. In this day and age, if you have access to the internet, to a computer, to tools, to technology, getting started is the easy part. And a lot of us get caught up in this mental block of why getting started is hard, but it's not. Guys, anybody can start anything these days. And all you need is the willingness and drive to start. And after recording 25 episodes, I gotta tell you, the hardest part was the boring consistency of producing 25 episodes and sticking to a weekly schedule, which it wasn't perfect. There were times where I missed a specific day that I had in mind to, to publish an episode, but we got it done every week. Then when it came to developing the podcast concept, you know, choosing a topic, the name, the cover art, the domain name, I kept it very simple. And I tapped into something that resonated with me, which is I come from an underrepresented background. I love tech. I love startups. And what I kept hearing from other people like me is that the stories out there, they cannot relate to them because a lot of times it's someone that doesn't identify, right, as underrepresented tech founder. So I wanted to focus on that and highlight the stories of underdogs, of people that have succeeded despite all the obstacles and challenges and the odds stacked against them. And the podcast name was the same. I wanted to go beyond the job title, go beyond the superficial social media profiles and really dive deeper into the stories, into you know what makes this human being who they are and what are the challenges that they have overcome. And if you are thinking about starting a podcast or newsletter or whatever creative project, I would recommend don't overthink it and just tap into something that you've been wanting to explore. Have your curiosity lead you towards coming up with this concept. And I didn't follow the the advice of I didn't follow the advice of taking too much time in this part because otherwise I wouldn't have recorded 25 episodes and I, I, I would still be thinking about strategizing the, the podcast. Now, along the way, as I recorded more episodes, as I reach out to people, I've refined the, the concept of the podcast because it, it, it started out with just, hey, I just want to have a podcast so I can reach out to people, network with, with professionals in tech. But as, as I recorded episodes, I realized I need to go, I need to differentiate myself and I need to have more defined audience, more defined problem that listeners will tune into. And that's when I, where I came out with underrepresented founders and professionals in tech, because I am one of those. And I guess in a way, this is a way for me not only to network, but also get inspired by the stories of other people that have succeeded despite the odds. And an, another lesson is that simplicity will always win, especially at the beginning when you're just trying to get your reps in. 
So I didn't really thought too much about the podcast setup and equipment. I have my computer in my guest room in my home. I have a Blue Yeti USB mic, which it can be very controversial depending on who you ask. Because I didn't know this, but you know, there are other better mics out there. But hey, that's what I had. And I decided, you know what, I'm not going to overcomplicate this. I just want to have the minimum viable podcast. And that's what I did, you know? So focusing more on getting those vault, on getting that repetition, those reps, and then the equipment. And same thing with the software. I started out with Zoom to record the episodes with the script because I've been using both tools even before I decided to start the podcast. Transistor to publish and host the podcast. I'm a big fan of the founders at Transistor and it's a indie startup. I always like to support the the little guys, the small businesses making big impact. And then when the script acquired Squadcast, I decided to cancel my Zoom subscription because Squadcast is, I've been a fan of the team at Squadcast ever since they got started. And Squadcast itself is a piece of software that is dedicated to record interviews for podcasts remotely. But that's it. One thing I could do better here is having a project management tool like a combination of Notion and Airtable. I haven't done a good job at that, but as I keep recording episodes, as I keep growing, I'm going to have to have database and a single source of truth for, for the episodes and just keep track of everything. So that's one thing I could, I could, I would do better there. It's, uh, having a tool to keep track of everything and on finding and booking guests. I would say the principle here is be curious about someone's background. Be curious about what they've accomplished, what they published, the content that they put out there, and make it easy for the guests to book a slot with you, you know, which is, I use Kindly for that because it has a lot of integrations and, and automations and it makes my job easier as a podcaster. Uh, but yeah, but number one thing is be curious about your guests because otherwise it's just gonna, you're not going to have a good interview. You're just not going to be into it. And it's going to show when you do the episode, when it comes to editing, I try to keep it very light and I do, I do make sure that there's a structure to the episode. So there's a teaser clip. Typically it's 30 to 50 seconds with a punchy quote or, or a punchy segment that gets people's attention. Then the intro about the episode, the actual interview and the outro. And I learned this from my good friend, David Nabinski. He's a podcaster and actually took his email course on how to set up your podcast. And that's when I realized too, that how easy it is to set up a podcast and that the hardest part was staying consistent. And then I publish it and that's it. And one opportunity for improvement for me is getting more involved in the promotion aspect of it. Because I right now I'm doing nothing, zero. And that's on me. And it's because it's it's bandwidth, really. Because producing these episodes, right, takes a lot of work. And I have to juggle between taking care of my baby, taking care of my family, and producing the episodes. And that's falling 
to the side, but that's okay. I'm okay with that because I'm focusing on the content first, making sure I have a good rhythm, making sure I have a good systems in place, and then I will incorporate the promotional aspect of, of a podcast because otherwise it's just, it's a lot of work. And I think eventually I will also bring a team or hire someone to, to produce episodes for me. And that's it. You know, it's, I enjoy it. I enjoy reaching out to people. I enjoy uh, reviewing someone's background, their profile, coming up with questions and the feedback. The feedback that I've been getting is, oh man, you're such a great listener and you ask great questions. And I really look up to Danny Miranda. He is a podcaster. And the first time I came across him was when he did the interview with Alex Hormosi and he was just asking great questions. And Alex Hormosi in another podcast episode, he gave a shout out to Danny because he had done his homework. He had done his research and it wasn't just like a superficial you know, just another podcast. So shout out to, to Danny, keep doing what you're doing. And I'm looking up to you for that. And that's it. Simple lessons. I'm enjoying it. I'll keep going. Next milestone will be 50 podcast episodes. And yeah, we'll see where we go from there. And I think, you know, this has been a lesson in consistency in just doing things, getting started, getting traction on things and not stopping. Just keep pushing, keep publishing and refining along the way. Now, one last thing I want to touch on is whatever creative project you are trying to start and develop, most likely there is a community of people out there already doing it. And for podcasting, same. There's podcast movement, which is the largest community of podcasters out there. And if you're trying to start a podcast or refine your craft, you can find other people doing exactly that. When you start something, something that we often overlook is who are the people we're going to meet because of the thing that we're, we're, we're doing. In my case, I was able to realize that, you know, there's other podcast, podcasters out there sharing their journeys. People like Joe Casabona, who specializes in podcasting and automation, and Hector Santisteban with someone that also helps podcasters refine their craft and many others, right? And there's also people like Matt Gilholy, and I'm probably butchering his name. So Matt, I apologize for that, but you inspire me with the live shift podcast and just how consistently you are not only publishing, but getting better with your craft. Yeah. As you start to put things out there, you start to attract people that are aligned with whatever you're creating and that builds community and community is the most powerful thing that you can build because in a world where there's a lot of loneliness and lack of connection, community is that antidote, right? So keep creating, keep connecting and keep sharing your gifts with the world. And that's it. Those are my thoughts. Those are my reflections on the first 25 episodes of the podcast. Thank you so much for coming along on this journey. If you're a listener, if you are a previous guest, I appreciate you. Super grateful that I get the opportunity to, to do this. And hopefully in 2024, we get to do more of this and keep sharing those stories of underdogs and underrepresented people in tech. Thanks so much and 
We'll see you next week. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you so much for listening all the way through. I appreciate you and I hope that you got some valuable information that you can apply to your personal and professional life. If this story resonated with you and you would like to support the podcast, please make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I appreciate you and I look forward to serving you in the next episode.